then medicine became a tool. I remember one day I wanted to lay it down and I was at the altar. There were maybe 50 people at the altar and there was an African missionary and I was right at the point, I had gone to Bible school, you know, I was ready to go preach the gospel and lay the stethoscope down. And the African uh, guy who had served in Africa laid his hands on me and he, and he just simply said, every skill, God, every skill. He didn't know who I was, but the Holy Spirit just kind of dropped in my heart. Every skill, Rita. And I began to just take my stethoscope and say, ah, this is my staff. You know, Moses had one. This is Rita's. You know, this stethoscope he wanted to use. And I began to see it as a tool of service for God. And that really did transform me. What is your name? Rita. What is your profession? What do well, you do I am a pediatrician, mm-hmm. but I also am the president of a small nonprofit um, that reaches Asia. And what is the testimony that you'll be sharing with us today? My salvation experience. Go ahead. I am so grateful that God is unique, and He uniquely made me, and my testimony is unique. Um, I was raised Catholic. I can never remember a time I didn't have a God consciousness. And as a little girl, which is kind of funny, but I like to share it because it's so real. Um, I remember wanting to be a nun. I was like five years old. And, um, but the part that God showed me later was that was my little heart wanting to know God. And in my mind, the nun really knew God. So, I grew up in a Catholic family, and so we went to church every Sunday. So church was a part of my life, and God was a part of my life, and my parents loved God. I knew that, but I just—there was never a relationship. I mean, I knew there wasn't a relationship. To me, God was kind of far off. Um, And then when I went away to college, uh, He really became a little bit farther off, and I was not connected with going to church anymore. I was lost, pretty lost, and the part that after that was just that I just started doing things like everybody trying to find God, and I kind of created my own um, religion, I guess you would call it, because I, I really believed that if I loved people and people loved me and we were all doing the right thing, you know, everything would be okay, but it became so empty. And in my senior year of college, um, I met like three different people who started sharing about Jesus with me. Just, I was working with them or they were in my class. And then I met a young man and he was the son of missionaries. And uh, I knew he had a real relationship. Um, And we actually started dating. Um, That relationship was not exactly in God. But through him, I began to see he would go to Bible studies. I would hear about God. And then Christmas of my senior senior year of college, my grandmother died. And I remember telling people, she's going to heaven. And I was like, why am I saying this? You know, I didn't even really understand it. But God began to draw me. And that year, I had taken a Bible course or something. And I remember that uh, my siblings, we would share Christmas gifts. So I asked for a Bible and my sister gave me this big Bible. It was like huge, like some Catholic Bible with a picture of Jesus on it. And uh, you couldn't do anything with it. You know, it was like supposed to be on your table or something. But what it, 
I wanted God. I, I knew that something was inside of me and that my, I was lost. I, I was convicted that things were not right. And I remember on Christmas night, um, my senior year of college, I just lay on my bed and I said, God, uh, show yourself to me. I mean, I didn't pray the sinner's prayer. But if you were to ask me, I believe that night God came to me and I was saved. But my testimony is that was just kind of a beginning of a year and a half process where I began to see the things in my life that were wrong. I was in wrong relationships. This relationship with this young man was not right. I was, you know, doing things, habits that were not God. I, I knew they were wrong. I began to cry out and say, Lord, am I supposed to be in this? Can you get me out of this? And so I went to med school. And what happened was, that was supernatural how I got in med school and just how God opened that door. And the first day of class, one guy gets up and he goes, we're going to party. And one guy gets up and he says, we're going to have a Christian medical and dental society meeting. And we're going to eat chicken, barbecue chicken. And I was at that place in my life. I was at a crossroads and I went to the chicken barbecue. <laughs> and really life for me would begin to change. But it took about a year and a half. God began to transform my life. I went to my first Bible study. I'd never read the Bible. Uh, Romans taught by one of my friends. Um, and it be really became real. And I knew that every day things were changing, but finally this relationship with this young man broke off. And when it did, something inside of me shifted and I gave my heart to the Lord. And maybe you would say it was the Lordship of God you know, Jesus in my life, maybe that was really my salvation. But I really believe that that Christmas night, God met me. And over the year and a half, he drew me and he transformed me. And what was cool was all my friends wanted to go overseas. I'm the only one that went. That's so funny. But they were, you know, they talked about Jesus and they talked about going overseas. And so I thought Christianity and going overseas were just like synonymous. And um, that year, ended culminated in me going internationally and i think there god began to call me and there was just continually drawing me to himself and um my salvation is that that night jesus changed me forever uh on that christmas night but really it took a year and a half for him to work in my heart draw me to himself and for the lordship of of to really come to fruition. So that's my encouragement. You know, sometimes we think, oh, it's going to happen in a day. It did happen in a day, but it was really a process where God rescued me, and I'm so glad he did. What were some of the things that uh, stood out to you in your relation, in your newfound relationship with Jesus that uh, you didn't think were maybe possible or you didn't even think about prior to that personal encounter? Well, I, I knew I had entered medical school uh, because I love people, but you know, as I was being trained to be a doctor, I think God began to show me that my life was not just being a doctor, okay? It was, yes, that would be something that he would use in my life, 
but that he was more interested in me relating to him. And I began to go to small groups. I think small groups really impacted me. There was a small group that we had a Bible study with. There was a small group that I had uh, prayer with. And in those small groups, I I had never experienced that because I had gone to big church and Catholic church. and But in those small groups, I saw the intimacy of God could be in my life. And I had I remember having communion in those small groups. And I was like, you can do this in a small group because communion was so religious to me. And I think God was just changing everything I thought. Uh, and he was using people in these l- small groups to begin to show me how he wanted me to live. Can you share your testimony with how, um, with medical school? And how that came about, and, and how? Well, I can. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about that because um, I, I've never thought about that. Like you know, in, in the medical field, people being encountered by the Lord and how the Lord is using them. So I would love for you to share that. Yeah. So um, when I went to college, I had grown up on a farm. I mean, I know this sounds kind of maybe a little silly, but um, my dad was a farmer. My mom worked as a secretary. Um, Maybe I didn't think I was good enough, you know, to be a doctor because I thought, oh, that was something really important. And when I went to college, um, I had some friends that began to speak to me and tell me that, you know, I could do this. And I was like, I can? I can really do this? And then in my senior year, I mean, I was a good student, but it was so competitive. And when I reached that time to give my application— uh, I knew that maybe I wouldn't get in, you know, but I had become a Chris- Christian in December of my senior year, and I was supposed to go to med school the next year, and by Christmas, I still didn't have an interview, and in, I think, early February of my senior year, um, I was rejected by one school, and uh, then I thought, oh, this is not going to happen. But then I got an interview at the other school. I'd only applied for two schools. I don't think people do that anymore. Now they probably apply for 20, you know. But so the second school put me on a waiting list. And then I actually got an interview. And so as I went to the interview, um, the school was doing something unique at that time. They weren't looking at your grades. The, the person who interviewed you was going to base his recommendation on your interview. And I remember walking into one interview. It was pretty normal. Um, but I walked into the second interview, and I knew God was working in my behalf. This man, you know, I, I just shared my testimony, kind of what I thought was important, why I wanted to be a doctor. I don't remember if I said the name of God, but, I mean, I gave what I knew was the sense that my life was purposeful to serve people. And when the interview was over, he sat across from me. I knew he hadn't seen, he had not seen my grades, and I knew they were the border, you know. There were people higher, there were probably people lower. And, you know, it was going to take an act of God. And he looked at me and he said, I'm going to do everything I can to get you into med school. And I remember it went into my heart, and I thought, God is going to do something for me. And within a month, uh, actually, 
what happened was the day before I graduated, and I think I graduated mid-May in college, the day before I graduated, I got a real letter, <laughs> a real letter. And my roommate, my mom had told my roommate to read it to me, and it was my acceptance letter to medical school on the day that, the da night before I was to graduate from college. Wow. <laughs> what has the Lord taught you through uh, uh, the medical field? Well, he's taught me to be humble. <laughs> I think medicine has always humbled me um, because um, life is so complex. Um, all the options of medicine, keeping up. But, you know, in, in that, it's also taught me that even if I don't have all the natural skills, that God would meet me. I can't tell you how many times God met me and helped me. Um, I would often say, yes, I gave the medicine, but I think God's at work here. And when I was a young um, medical student and then as I entered residency, I remember a time when I was studying this book. It was uh, written by Bosworth. It was called Healing. Um, and. I was asking God, why would you make me a doctor? You know, you can heal. I knew that you could pray for people and they would be healed. I believed it with all my heart. And God just really, he came to me and he showed me that he, I truly believe that the knowledge that we have medically, I mean, only God can release that. And that he showed me that there are times that he uses medicine and there are times that he, uh, will take that medicine and he'll take prayer and he will heal supernaturally, but he'll use both of them at times. He can do it without it, but I, I begin to say, yep, I really am a physician assistant, you know, and it helped me to know that I was serving under him and I was serving with him. And uh, then medicine became a tool. I remember one day I wanted to lay it down and I was at the altar. There were maybe 50 people at the altar and there was an African missionary, and I was right at the point, I, I had gone to Bible school, you know, I was ready to go preach the gospel and lay the stethoscope down. And the African uh, guy who had served in Africa laid his hands on me, and he, and he just simply said, every skill, God, every skill. He didn't know who I was, but the Holy Spirit just kind of dropped in my heart. Every skill, Rita. And I began to just take my stethoscope and say, ah, this is my staff. You know, Moses had one. This is Rita's. You know, this stethoscope he wanted to use, and I began to see it as a tool of service for God, and that really did transform me. Um, and he did really use it. What can you say to uh, someone who's going into the medical field and loves God and, and wants to continue to seek God? I'd say go. Uh, I am so convinced that uh, God calls us uh, into the world. Uh, we're not of the world, but we're sure in the world. And I am always rejoicing when people make decisions not to just, you know, honestly, be a pastor or be a prophet or be, I mean, why can't you be a doctor and an apostle? Why can't you be a teacher and a prophet, uh, you know, a teacher in a, a high school? Um, so I am fully convinced that God calls people into professions 
And I would say that if you have a heart to serve people and a desire that um, let's continue to be in there and be the voice of God uh, in that arena, um, I really believe that is part of this time and this, this time in the world. We should be penetrating those areas and be men and women of God.